I really focus on great stories, great feedback that's going to inform women and inform their decision-making processes in their careers. This is the Brilliance Leadership Learning Podcast, sharing thought-provoking content and discussions to enhance your leadership development journey. Be sure to subscribe to get notified of new episodes. Here is your host, Chantal Nash, Digital Learning and Engagement Manager from the team at Crotonville, GE's Global Learning Institute. Okay, so you all know I love it when I find guests from Houston. I just can't help it because we've got so much great stuff going on in the city. And I actually didn't know that the guest for today's podcast was from Houston when I was researching her and stumbled upon the company. So I was very proud when I found out. Denise Hamilton is a speaker, coach, social entrepreneur, and CEO and founder of Watch Her Work, a multimedia digital platform that is helping capture, curate, and communicate female brilliance to help close the achievement gap for professional women by providing professional advice for critical moments of need. Denise is a 25-year veteran of the executive professional world with experience across Fortune 100 companies, small businesses, and educational institutions. And we had a great time talking in this episode about the inspiring movement she's creating with Watch Her Work. I'm so happy to have you on our podcast, Denise. Thank you. Um, So I want to first and foremost ask you about your background. Tell us about your career before Watch Her Work even came about. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like I've lived 10 lives. <laughs> um, I have worked in organizations large and small. Um, most notably ran um, marketing and promotions for South Florida for AOL. Yes, that's how old I am. <laughs> and um, I've worked uh, a commercial real estate at CB Richard Ellis, now CBRE, and um, have also worked in, uh, we launched a magazine with my college roommate called Jones Magazine, which oh, is cool. still in publication today, National Magazine. Wow. And um, really just have always embraced interesting projects. I used to work in TV and entertainment um, uh, production for um, TV commercials and uh, music videos and that whole thing when I lived in New York. So, I mean, I kind of have had all these different lives, but then also was a mom to a, um, a chronically ill child and a single mom at that. And so like when, when people ask me like, where do you get your inspiration to start watch her work or to do this, this type of work? It's because I know how powerful the intersection of your personal life and your professional life is, and how if you don't have the tools to manage all of it, you can't succeed. You know, you really yeah. can't excel. So um, on at the site, when we um, people, you know, ask me, like, you have c- categories like caring for aging parents and pregnancy. Like, what does that have to do with work? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> women have to, women have to decide every day. Do I go to my company's annual meeting? Or do I go to with my mom to her biopsy? They right. literally have to make that decision every day, right? Someplace in America. And so, um, yeah, so I kind of have pulled on my life experiences to say, you know, if I'm this interesting, I'm sure other people are too. And um, my obsession is that women don't step into the same, you know, puddles that I did. Mm-hmm. 
So what so what really then because you have talked about people coming to you and asking you for the advice. So how did mm -hmm. actually watch her work then manifest itself into a real thing? Well, you know, I, I solved my own problem. That's really what I did. I was an executive. I've been an executive for about 25 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was the only African-American or the only woman in all of these different environments. And so when you have that, everybody expects you to mentor everyone behind you. Right. And the reality is there's 700 of you and there's one of me. Mm -hmm. I don't get to see my own children. I don't get to see my own family. You know what I mean? Like I don't have I don't have lunch with my friends. Yeah. But I'm struggling to have coffee with this young person and that person who wants to do this or that. And I and I think that when we talk about mentorship, we often talk about it from the perspective of the mentee. Nobody talks about it from the perspective of the mentor. Yeah, that's true. And, and it also struck me that we were asking largely the people who had been battered by um, uh, patriarchy and sexism in the workplace were asking female executives to solve the problem. Um, you know, well, like, like we didn't have enough to do. Um, it struck me that women at this level, you're breathing your own rare air. You don't, you know, you, you're, you're still struggling and figuring it out and navigating really complex situations. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but this responsibility, this unreasonable expectation, which is why I don't think it, it really works. It's inorganic. Um, and, and, um, I think women are taxed differently as they interact in the mentorship environment. Um, when I say that, what I mean is, you know, if you have a relationship you can't use, it's not a relationship. Um, can I call my mentor, my hotshot fancy mentor that was assigned to me by the company? Can I call her and tell her I cried in the meeting? Right. Can I yeah. tell her I made some big, huge mistake and I don't know what to do? No, because, you know, I'm going to be taxed for that question mm -hmm. or for that revelation. So it also struck me that anonymity was kind of important for this. Um, for mentorship to really work, for this transfer of knowledge to really work, I've got to have a safe place to ask these questions or to um, address these topics. You know, I slept with John in accounting and now he's telling everyone, what do I do? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like who, who could I ask that question? And so we have all of these relationships that I think of as, you know, wildly ineffective because they don't really help you at the points where you're about to zig and you should really zag. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the really interesting things that you've said about the company is that you try to capture, curate, and communicate female brilliance. Mm -hmm. And you sort of answered one of my next questions around this in terms of the curation, which was, do you think the technology aspect obviously matters in this? And do you think it could happen within an organization? And it sounds like no, because of that exact thing. It's different when you're able to anonymously watch a video and you don't have to have that face-to-face -face necessarily. Not that that's not important, of course, but for these kinds of things, it's just different. Well, and you know, I, I practice what I call on the site, true diversity. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's the bedrock of, of our, um, whole organization. Um, you know, life is different at work if you're pretty than if you're not, mm -hmm. if you're taller, if you're short, if you're outgoing, um, or an extrovert or if you're an introvert, I mean, all those factors really make a difference mm -hmm. at work. So we can't get our advice all from, 
the same people. Yeah. You know, I could I could have asked five people to answer all these questions, but I didn't because it's really important that people see themselves. You know, and a phenomenon of even being matched or identified as a up and coming um, high potential employee or or as, you know, someone worthy of being uh, um, mentored is sometimes I hate to say it, but it's physical attractiveness. Right. It's, you know, the shiny, pretty girl who's outgoing and wonderful. She's going to get a mentor. But if we say if we as women don't mentor everyone. We don't know what the potentiality is for this person to be CEO or that person is CIO. Mm-hmm. So basically, I've 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 democratized that. Yeah. You don't have to be, you know, uh, well connected or popular or intro- extrovert or whatever to get this advice. It's really critical that you can get it in a safe place, wherever you need it, however you need it, um, and and on your own time. If you need to watch the video about how to ask for a raise a hundred times, I don't care. That doesn't, that doesn't waste my time. That's you investing your time and learning and and developing that skill. And that's why we use video and not just articles because you need to model that behavior. If you can see it, you can be it. It's really important that somebody sees, wow, this really soft-spoken woman, wait, she's, She's CFO of this company. Mm-hmm. Like people need to see that. We need to change the narrative of what does a leader look like, yeah. right? And so one person at a time, we are capturing these amazing women. The other thing we tend to do, unfortunately, is we tend to um, marginalize women, sideline them when they get a little older. Mm-hmm. And well, boy, talk about dumb. Yeah, that's right. where all yeah. the. <laughs> Those chicks know where all the bodies are buried. (laughs) They know exactly how this whole thing goes down. Uh And we sideline them because they got a couple wrinkles. A a guy can be a hot producer until he's 75. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to work until he's dead. But we tend to sideline our older women. And so this allows a, a, a connection point between generations for them to really see and understand and take the time to kind of dig into these women who have made these mistakes, stepped in these potholes, Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, willing and able to share incredible expertise. No, I love that you said that because uh, another quote that you have on your site, I think, uh, is you should, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to have powerful friends to have powerful information. And I did hear in, I think, another interview you did about that fact that there is like this archetype of what a a successful woman needs to be and how we kind of need to move away from that. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's, that's so interesting. And also the fact that, you know, there's multiple different videos answering the same question, because the answers to a question may not be the answer. It's just an answer. From oh, a absolutely. person. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm 5'11. I have a booming, heavy alto voice. I am an extrovert. It's easy for me to say, you need to go in there and you need to tell him that. <laughs> like that's I could pl- I could probably pull that off. Yeah. Right. But that may not be the same for a four foot nine woman that weighs 111 pounds. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's going to have a different kind of weight or gravitas in that situation. And there's more than one way to skin a cat, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's, and, and, and industries, regions, I live in the South. It's easier for, um, 
for somebody who lives in New York to say, what you need to do is curse him out. And but <laughs> I, I probably can't get away with that in, in, a, in a Southern environment. So I think that it's really um, important to allow the full spectrum of experience. Yeah. Right. And that and that whole notion, um, you know, if you're if you're friendly, dynamic, engaging, if you live in a major city, that's the other thing. Hey, just because you live in Paducah, Kentucky, that doesn't mean you're not as ambitious as the person who lives in New York City. Like you want a great career as well. So you may not have access to this kind and type of woman. But I want to create that, level that playing field, and just the, t- the technology is so critical. We couldn't have done this 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just wouldn't have been possible. But why not use the technology to multiply our reach? So now a woman can spend an hour with me um, that she might have spent having lunch with one person and impact a thousand women. Yeah. Instead of that one person. And so, um, you know, we're always filming, we're always collecting more stories, more perspectives, because I want my ultimate goal is that watch her work is the destination for the best career advice for women on the Web. And it's not, uh, you know, I, I'm, I have a pet peeve that we have a whole nation of 24 uh, year old life coaches. Mm, yeah. Who, you know, there's all of this kind of industry around self-help and, you know, positive thinking and encouraging. I, I I don't need any motivation. I'm not interested in motivation. I need skills, tactics. I need to know the step-by-step of what do I do? How do I solve these problems? How do I address these issues? How do I handle these situations? And um, I'm committed that that's what we'll always offer on at Watch Your Work. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit more. I'm interested. How, what is your process for choosing the women that you have in the videos or, or identifying somebody who can talk to a specific topic? What is that process like? So, uh, that's the million dollar question. I get asked <laughs> it about a thousand times a day. So, you know, it's very, um, intuitive. I hate to say that people want me to have some like really elaborate yeah, complex no, I mean- system, but it really isn't. It's about stories, mm-hmm. right? And and this and it's about extracting good stories. So, um, for example, I have a woman on the site that talks about the fact that she had a miscarriage, and everybody in the office knew she had a miscarriage, and they were treating her like a broken bird, right? They just mm-hmm. every time, well, you know, you want she sit this out, and she was ready to get back to work. She wanted to change the conversation, and um, she did that. She actually sent an email to the entire organization. Oh, wow. Saying thank you so much for your incredible support. I'm really excited about putting this episode behind me and, um, you know, diving into work. Work is so therapeutic for me. Brilliant, right? Yeah. Because she changed the conversation, took control of the narrative. So was she the the CIO of XYZ Inc? No, but her story was incredible. It was just was incredible. Yeah. So for me, it's a mixture of people who have achieved just, you know, incredible success in their careers. But I also have some folks on there who've made some really tragic mistakes, who've gotten stuck because um, they, you know, zigged when they should have zagged. Um, and so I, I really focus on great stories, great feedback that's going to inform women and inform their decision making processes in their careers. Sure. Yeah. And along with that, now you've also talked a little bit about uh, the toolkits that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us about those. 
Oh, we're so excited about it. It's our newest product. We're going to be launching in 2018. Um, and uh, we... Basically, we want to have an emergency toolkit for every situation that women um, experience. For example, let's say you found out yesterday that you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, You go to the pregnancy toolkit and it's a, a, a checklist of things to think about before you go talk to your boss. It's a script on how to tell your boss. Often we go in and we tell our boss like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And our (laughs) boss is like, crap, this sucks because now he's going to get the work done. So how do you create um, a confidence and a competence um, around your pregnancy with your boss so you're in partnership and it's not striking the fear of God in her heart? Yeah. uh, how do you tell your coworkers, how many baby showers should you let them throw for you? Mm-hmm. Are you too senior for your assistants to be throwing one for you? How do you sit at um, uh, your desk so your feet don't swell? What about meetings? You have horrible morning sickness. How do you handle that all day at the office? FMLA, how do you stop people from touching your stomach? Um, you know, how do you set that boundary? Because people think that your, your stomach is now a community property. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a, like an all- information kit on that time in your life um, to help you answer all the questions that um, and get you to think about things that you need to think about in the context of that situation. So we're developing them for laid off, uh, first, first job, first executive position. I know when I started as an executive, I didn't really understand severance. I didn't really, you know, I left money on the, on the table because I didn't, you know, I just hadn't been exposed to that information. So we're making sure that you are exposed to it. Uh, you know, everything from health emergency, you know, when should I tell my boss if I have cancer or if I, if I have a family member has mm. cancer and I'm going to be out, how do I navigate that? You know, with HR, who, do, when do I tell, who do I, do I tell my coworkers? Do I not tell my coworkers? Just, just kind of like, uh, uh, basically an emergency, like in case of emergency, break glass pack of information for these different times in your life. There's a lot of information on the web, right? You can Google yeah. and find 75,000 pages of content on pregnancy at work, but we want to vet it. We want to have the best and the brightest minds. We want to make sure, again, um, you know, there's a lot of blog machines where people are just paying, you know, 20 year olds to write content. They don't really know the, the information. So they, they're regurgitating other people's thoughts and, and ideas. Right. They haven't lived it themselves. And so we are really working on developing resources that have been t- tried and tested and are going to be really helpful, impactful for careers. Um, well, I'm I'm a little bit obsessed with um, access. Access is a determining kind of concept of my life. And um, you know, it it doesn't matter. You can have a stack of information, but if you can't sift through it and know what's true and what's not, what works and what doesn't, mm-hmm. what are the downsides of each? It doesn't matter. You might as well not have anything. Yeah, I think that's so smart because there are so many things that there are even things that you just went through in the in when you were talking about the whole pregnancy situation where it's like I've never thought about that before, you know? Mm-hmm. So even as a woman who you feel like you might be able to relate to something, it's just you just like you said, if you've never done it before, you don't know. Right. Yeah, that's that's just it's smart. Um <laughs> That's that's the bottom line. 
so tell us then how how do people then subscribe to your videos if we want to go to watch her work and find your videos um what do we do so if you you can start a free trial today mm-hmm. um definitely there is um, an incredible library to have access to on the site and we just invite you to visit watcherwork.com and just you know check out some of the free videos that we have and take a look at you know is this valuable to you? Uh, I, I'm the worst salesperson in the world because <laughs> I don't really take the approach of like, sell, sell, sell. Like, you know, everyone should, should join, watch your work, you know, join, watch your work. If you really are ready to take your career to the next level, everybody isn't ready. Some people are ready to watch Kardashians. They're not really ready <laughs> to take this to the next space. So if you're really ready to go to the next level and to, um, you know, push past your knowledge base in a way that is practical and tried and true, mm-hmm. um, then you're ready for watch your work. You know, it's a community and we're adding more and more elements of community to this, to the um, site every day, because I know people want to talk to each other. They want to talk to our mentors. We're getting yeah. um, constant messages around that. And so we're figuring out kind of, you know, taking that functionality to the next level. And, you know, I always have to remind people, I am, I am not a techie. I'm a, a, a real woman who had a real idea mm-hmm. about um, how to really effectively leverage technology. And I'm, we're self-taught. We have stumbled in the dark throughout this whole process. And we just stayed true to the fact that we wanted to create something amazing. And um, we just did it. You know, so I'd also want to make sure your audience hears that message of if you've got something like amazing that you want to bring into the world, there isn't almost anything that you can't teach yourself. So I really want to encourage people to jump in and just, you know, breathe life into your idea. Start. Don't keep it on a, a, um, you know, in your sketch pad or uh, in your notes section of your phone. Like just put it into the world and and you'd be surprised the resources that will present themselves to help you take it to the next place. Absolutely. No, that's definitely something that is very admirable about what you've done. I mean, you, again, again, even that tagline, you don't have to have powerful friends. You weren't powerful. You just did it. You knew you had this idea and people could use it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's great. Uh, tell us, so you mentioned mentors. I know you also have an advisory board. Uh, what, I do. What role do they play in all of this for you? You know, they've been incredible. Um, just bright, incredible people who help. I have some that help specifically with technology, have some that help with um, ideation around where we should be going, what's next for Watch Her Work. Um, and then you know, incredible introductions. You know, we're always looking for amazing women to film. Um, we've actually even just added the functionality that you can upload your own video right, if you've got yeah. a story to tell. Yeah. Right. Um, because that's the, that's the beauty of this. Like, I don't, this isn't the Denise show. I don't, uh, people always yell at me because they're like, you don't even have enough videos on your own site as I never wanted this to be about what I think. Mm-hmm. I want this to be about the collective genius of women. And I, and I think that only works if women participate. And I've been so overwhelmed and so blessed. Like I've never had anyone say no to me. If we haven't been able to tape, it's because of a scheduling mm-hmm, difficulty, mm-hmm. but women, I think want to, they want desperately to help each other. Yeah, You know, they really, really do. Uh, and they want to figure out a way to do it 
that is a good use of time on their side of the equation. So um, I'm, I've been just overwhelmed by the support and the encouragement that Watch Your Work has received. And I, I want it to belong to you guys. I don't want it to just belong to me. Yeah, you you really said the part about uh, letting kind of allowing women a channel to support themselves. That's also, you know, convenient really for them, and that's mm-hmm. that's helpful for them. That is very interesting to me because you're so right that I feel like there are probably a lot of women who don't do it because they also recognize how hard it is on on them in a lot of situations. Going back to that the mentor mentee thing, it's like people don't often focus on the impact to the mentor. So no, and and we already have multiple um, expectations placed on us. Yeah. My, my, I have two brothers, but I could be president of the United States. They still expect me to care for my mother as she ages. Right. Right. Like, and I, and not to say that I don't want to, um, but mm-hmm. my point mm-hmm. is that women, you know, we still have three, four five jobs. Right. Right. So we, you know, my husband does, he thinks that the dry cleaning just appears <laughs> in the, like, he doesn't really know exactly where it comes from. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that we still, we still have that, um, that added burden and added responsibility. So when we kind of say, oh, you know, uh, Lisa, you're the EVP of company X and company X has, you know, 750 female employees, they really are interested in, in being mentored. Well, my God, I mean, Lisa can pick, she can pick one or two, maybe three. Mm -hmm. She can't mentor. She just, she physically can't do it. And I think there's a lot of hostility and bitterness around that, around the expectation that she's supposed to do more. And we don't re- ever think about her rare air mm-hmm. that she's, she's cranking it out herself. She's fighting, you know, uh, patriarchy and she's trying to be heard in meetings and she's, she's having her own challenges. And we now have given her, you know, job number 17 yeah. for the average woman. So I think that as we, as we, um, move forward in this, like I'm, I really, I'm obsessed with us all like rowing in the same direction. Like Mm -hmm. we're not on opposite sides. We're all working together. And, um, the, the best way I think to do that is to flatten this whole structure and democratize it and make it that anybody can access these incredible women. It can be done in a way more convenient way that's respectful of their time. And it creates, you know, a, a, a self, driven piece of this because I can tell you I've mentored a lot of people in my life and there's nothing worse than somebody coming to you will you mentor me and you sit down with them and you tell them to do and they don't do it mm. you really you want to strangle them you really yeah. do like time is I don't have time to waste right so yeah. this way you know sometimes you're not ready to make the movements that you need to make um you don't damage your relationship or waste anybody else's time you can hear it out and process it in your own time and when you're ready to make that move you're ready to ask for that promotion you're ready to take that next step in your career um it you know you'll you'll have access to that person's information without damaging that relationship and so i think it's just it's just you know i want to build things um, I have a, a, I'm working on a, a new book that'll be out, um, in hopefully 2018. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us about and, it. And well, it's called, um, uh, when sleeping women wake 21 ways mastering yourself will help you master your life. Mm. And, um, and 
you know, one of the concepts in the book is this notion that if you, I don't know, that if, that if you set forth what you want to grow, that if you put that out into the world, like these are the things I care about, this is what I want to have happen. Like you need to align every activity of your you know, of your life under that goal. Mm -hmm. Right. So people say they want to do stuff, but we got to make sure you figure out a way to build it. So it it works for you. Um, I have a chapter that uh, where I talk about the fact that, um, you know, make sure the chapter is called make sure there's a place for your purse, Mm -hmm. make sure there's a place for your purse. And, um, the whole premise is we've been driving cars. I mean, cars came out, what, 1800s and we have had all of this of this um improvement you have headrests the the seats go back the there's a place to light your cigarette there's all (laughs) these innovations right why isn't there a place for your purse you know why that is such an (laughs) i have thought that exact same thing because okay i have to take like i have to hook on to this now because it's so right. Um, and I need people to know how important this is. It's so important. <laughs> yeah. Every woman has had their every belonging in their purse slide onto the yes. floor when they had to stop <laughs> short because there's no place for your purse. And you know why there's no place for your purse? Because you're not a part of the creative process and we don't demand a place for our purse. Oh my gosh. It's like so my stepson, every time that we get in the car, I have to like put it in like somewhere kind of in the back center console and he's mm-hmm. always in the back he's just gotten into the habit now when we get out he just hands it to me because otherwise i'm like trying to figure out how to get it and it's so true and i so was we're 51 percent just... of the population yeah and literally one of our biggest car problems has never been addressed yeah it hasn't what I've... is that about <laughs> and so i'm i have like like this is my thing i i want to make things that serve us the way we need to be served yeah Right. So, so yes, there's a mentorship model and, you know, people have been doing it forever. Maybe that doesn't work for us. Yeah. You know, maybe we have to do it a little differently. Maybe I need to get my um, support at three o'clock in the morning because the kids are down and, you know, the baby was sick and this is the only time I have to really sit and watch this. Maybe um, I need to see different people. Like I can't get all my advice from one person. I think that idea is crazy. Yeah. You know, there isn't any one person that's going to shape your career. And moreover, sometimes people um, have different levels of expertise. They've been at a company for 30 years. Well, yeah, they're really smart. They're really accomplished. But I'm not sure that you can tell me how to navigate an environment where people are chopping jobs every two years. You know, it's a different skill set now. So there's wisdom to be gotten from everybody at every level. And how do we get away? People have trouble maintaining one mentor relationship, let alone 15 or 16 to get all these different pieces of their career. Mm -hmm. So what I've tried to do is give you access to hundreds of people. You don't have to choose. You're not, you know, relegated to, to one type or one we want industry or what you, wherever there's wisdom, you have access to get it. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what I want. I want, I, I, I made a place for my purse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I wrote it down. I'm like, and it's, yeah, that's, it's so true. Um, one thing I want to ask sort of related to what you're talking about, um, 
in terms of, you know, we're not, uh, we're not part of the demographic that's creating this part of the creative process for cars and things like that. And that's one of the things why I also just wanted to ask how many men are in your viewing audience? Oh, it's so funny. I, I, it's about 13% of my audience is male. I really can't explain it. It freaks me out a little bit. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I think it's, it's, it's HR people, it's managers, it's, it's, folks that want to be better employers because mm-hmm. I, you know, they want to understand how women think. And, you know, I'll give you a, a perfect example. When I was in commercial real estate, there was a, a like kind of a reward provided for, you know, the top brokers mm-hmm. where they would pick you up in a private jet and fly you to a dove hunting trip at this private sanctuary. <laughs> now, I'm sure that was worth a million dollars and it was really fabulous and they loved it. I, I would rather watch paint dry. I am not remotely (laughs) interested in that. Um, moreover, so I didn't want to go. The guys didn't really want me to go. Their wives sure didn't want me to go. Um, and it was really interesting because I shared this, this story of like the anxiety of the decision. Do you go? Do you not go? Because if you don't go, you miss out on the relationships and the bonding and the deals that are being made. Like it it is expensive to not go. Right. I said that to um, one of the um, owners that had offered this, you know, incredible trip. And he was mortified. He could not, it had never ever occurred to him that mm. something that they meant as a reward or as a, as a prize, as an incentive would cause so much anxiety. Mm. Yeah, You know, he just, it just never occurred to him. And I think that's, you know, we are still, we're just a, what a generation and a half from Rosie the River. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We, we, we just got to work. Sociological changes are, they're not as fast as we'd like them to believe, yeah. like to believe. Yeah. And, and we have to understand that we're all still trying to figure out each other. We're still trying to figure out, um, you know, how to interact, where the lines are. We're, we're still figuring it all out. So I think it's important. I, I really am, am very honored by the men that choose to, utilize my platform and um, participate in the watcher work kind of phenomenon. Sure. And I think that makes a great point too about if there is something going on in your workplace or in your life where something like that doesn't make sense. And it's like, wow, haven't you thought about this to bring it up to just say something and understand that that may not be the tent. I mean, maybe sometimes it is, but just in your situation, you you brought it to the table and they were like, Oh wow. Didn't even realize that. So mm-hmm. it's such a great point. Yeah. I think we overestimate our, our significance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people don't sit around all day thinking about you. Yeah. You have to speak up for yourself. You have to say what you want. You have to, you know, ask for what you want to have happen in your organization. And, you know, I do believe that at least a, a good percentage of the time, people just haven't thought about it. Like it's not as intentional, um, a slight as we think it is. Um, And so there's power, I think, in dialogue and in communication. And, you know, I think that everybody doesn't feel comfortable, you know, uh, going up to the boss and say, hey, why are we doing this and not that? Um, right. Like, you know, that, that in and of itself is a skill, but 
that's why we, we, it's so important to have, for me, to have so many different types of women with different personalities, different communication styles. You know, we can't all get our advice from Sheryl Sandberg. She's nice. Yeah. She's nice. But she, you know, I don't have, I don't have an evening nanny and a morning right, nanny. Right, right. I don't have, that's not my life. <laughs> that's not my life. That's someone's life, but that's not my life. And so, you know, I need sometimes, you need to talk to people or have access to people who are like you and who they're nervous to go talk to the boss too. Yeah. And they tell you how they overcame it. Like we, we, we have to get past this notion of like, you know, everybody's perfect and glossy and their lives are perfect. Their careers are perfect. No, we're all scared and we're all fighting a battle every day. We're worried when we leave our kids in daycare, like we've got mommy guilt issues. Right, right. We've got, you know, I mean, we're all struggling. So I guess I just, I want to take away the artifice. You know, I, I want to take away the artifice. I want to take away the, the, the noise of perfection. There's no such thing. We're all struggling. Let's really support each other and let's share our stories of struggle so that other women can benefit from that and they can see what you did to get over your mountain. Yeah. You, you just, you, I mean, when I, when you, you use you just um, shared one of our core principles, like you shouldn't have to have powerful friends to have powerful information. I think it's so true. You gotta have a place to go to ask those hard questions, or else you're not in the game. You don't even know what the game is. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is playing checkers, and you're still figuring out. You know, everybody's playing chess, and you're still figuring out the chessboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we want to have real conversations, and not just criticizing women. You know, you're not asking for enough. You're not making enough. You're not. Uh, well, tell me, tell me how to do it. Tell me how this works. Help me to understand. I didn't grow up with, you know, you, you learn this stuff. It's osmosis for a lot of guys. Yeah, yeah. They just are exposed to it from day one. We're not always. So I think that that it's really just removing the veil and just letting people honestly, creating a place where people can honestly be amateur. <laughs> they can really yeah. be learners. They can really be preliminary. And it's okay to say, I don't know. You, you and I both know it's not always okay to say, I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? And so I want to create a place that you can be as, as flawed and as, um, uh, beginner as you are. And no one's going to judge you for that. And no one's going to criticize you for that because all we want is for you to win. Cause if you win, we all win. You know, they're, they'll make a place for our purse then. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The more power we have it, as a as a collective, as a as a you know, for all women, the more power we have, the more power individually we have, the more power we all have together. Um, I said I said this at a, a speech. I I do a lot of keynote speeches all mm-hmm. over the country, and I said I hate to break it to you, but they care what a hundred bankers think more than 5,000 social workers mm. and the whole room got very quiet. Mm-hmm, and I was like, mm-hmm. we have to aggregate power where the seat of power is. Yeah. And one way to do that is to move up in our organizations and to assume leadership roles. And if you're not sure of how to do that, you know, we want you to spend time on watch your work and make sure you're learning because if you win, we win. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, there's so much to learn there. I definitely recommend, again, like you said, just the trial. Uh, there's, I think there's even, you have a, a handful of videos um, just there. You can see right from the yeah. webpage. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. We have a bunch of stuff and we have some on YouTube. And if you follow yeah. us on our social media, we share them as much as possible because we want, you know, this is a, this is not about, um, making a million dollars, although yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. That'd be great. <laughs> but it's, it's about really closing the gap for, um, women. It's about creating a space where, you know, we're sharing the best practices. We're sharing the cheat sheets. So, you know, I want to make sure that women always have access to this information. So you can, that's a way you can help. And another way you can help is share your story share your video, yeah. share your, you know, reach out to me. I'm Denise at watcherwork.com. I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I just, um, was honored by the Houston Chronicle. Um, yes, um, I have I'm, the so article Linda- up right here <laughs> and I'm seeing you I'm- have 40 pairs of shoes and like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, 42 most fascinating, controversial, and notorious women, people in Houston. And I was like, I choose notorious. I think I'm notorious, not fascinating. But, um, you know, it's, it's great to, to see the, the reaction to the work here. But, you know, I, I want, I want this to be about you. I want this to be about the listeners, the people who go to the site and who really add their voices. Um, we've got about 6,000 videos now and we hope to have 25,000 by the end of next year. Um, because there's, there's as many different stories as there are women in the world. Um, and it's all valuable, right? So follow us on social media. Um, you can follow me personally at official, at official D ham, Denise Hamilton, D ham, or at watch your work TV. Yep. on all the social media platforms, you know, send me your notes, send me your stories. I, I want to hear, you know, um, what women are doing to tackle these situations. My phone has been blowing up <laughs> because of sexual harassment. Yeah. Everybody wants me to, you know, talk about it. And I'm like, yeah, I've got, you know, incredible women that are willing to say, this is what happened to me and this is how I handled it. And as wonderful as the Me Too movement is, we haven't seen a lot of arrests. Right. We haven't seen a lot of people like really punished. They're losing their jobs. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and that's great. That's great. But the, and as, as soon as we make, um, sexual harassment as toxic as, you know, there was a time when factories in America were full of eight and 10 year old children. Right. Yeah. Right. And we made it so toxic, so expensive, so morally unacceptable, socially unacceptable that, um, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I'm looking forward to the day that we do that. And, and as women, we band together and do that around the issues of sexual harassment. So there's power in us kind of getting together. And so I want Watch Your Work to be a place that we all get together. Absolutely. I love it. And I will put, <laughs> I do, I just, it's so great. And then um, I will put your, the handles and everything in our notes. So for people who may not have caught it when Denise just spoke it, no worries. I'll put it all there for you and uh, link to the website and everything. Denise, thank you so much for agreeing to this and letting me be part of the voice as well. Um, it's awesome. Thank you for having me. I'm so, um, I love corporate partners that are 
serious about these issues. You know, the ones that are and the ones that aren't right. And you know, there's lip service and there's people who are really about self-directed learning that people can do on their own time. I just think, I love the way you guys do it. And, um, you know, so kudos to you as well. Yeah. Thank you so much. And since we are in Houston, I'm looking forward to meeting you in person very soon. Can't wait. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud, and of course, like, comment, rate, and share. Thanks for listening.